0: New Year, Happy New Year, year, one year. Why do y'all keep adding that S? Happy New Year's. Y'all want it to be so many years so bad. It's only one year we're going into, baby. Why do you want it to be more than one year? I mean, time fly, but damn. Happy New Year's is crazy. Stop the S. Stop the madness leave the s alone leave it at home today leave it leave it the s really stands for stop stop using me
1: to another week another episode the hung up podcast a philly-based culture and society podcast from a black ass queer perspective i'm the host and producer of this here show eric cole better known as life coach eric also known as tennis bay thank y'all so much for listening you can find this podcast on any podcasting platform just search at hung up pod that's h-u-n-g-u-p-p-o-d You can also search Hung Up Pod on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. Be sure to follow and subscribe. Y'all stay showing your love and support, and I really appreciate that. As a reminder, you can click that bio link and get access to the Hung Up Pod merch store. Tons of sweaters, t-shirts, coffee tea mugs, tank tops. It's just another way for you to show your love, show your support, and let other people know that you're dialed into the hung up podcast if you're looking to get in contact with the hung up podcast show your love show your support give feedback or even talk about a potential upcoming or future collaboration email the show at hunguppod at gmail.com if you're on the instagram page click contact this week, I am hung up on my birthday celebration at Level Up. Level Up is a bar and lounge. It's actually the only gay, black-owned gay bar and lounge here in Philadelphia. And it's down there on Walnut Street, right there in the neighborhood. Good homie, Turner Cooper, love you so much. He just passed not too long ago. So, really, he wasn't in the mood to celebrate or plan anything extravagant. So... It was convenient to be able just to rent a table, (laughs) not rent a table, but you can like get a table down at the bar. Um, It was Friday night, last Friday night, and the Skripas was there (laughs) and the bar was jam packed and it was just a good time. And just shout out to Level Up. But you know what? Patrons, we got to do better. We got to do better. I think it's just... A shame that we have to listen to a five-minute disclosure. <laughs> Whenever I'm there, that man is the same man. He get on that mic and he have to let you, he had to let your children know how to act. So hopefully we get to a point where that's not necessary. Okay. So I'm hung up. I don't go out a whole whole lot, but. Usually when I do, I stop down at the level up, or that's where I end up going for the night. (laughs) Just to show that love, show that support. Black queer people, we don't have a lot of spaces here in Philadelphia, but that is one. So I'm hung up. This week, I'm also hung up on the homie Sterling. Y'all know Sterling. Sterling's been on the show a few times. He's been on the Instagram Live a few times with me as well. Sterling had a New Year's Eve brunch, and it was just a really dope space. The food, the vibe, the energy, and all that was good. As always, Sterling, you are such a great host. (laughs) I be taking notes. I do. But it was also... What made this special and the reason why I'm hung up is because hardly ever am I in a space with other queer identifying queer affirming and straight black men where we can just sit talk and just be you know what i'm saying we laughing we might be crying a little bit we debating we're uplifting each other all of those things existed at this brunch and i'm hung up sterling Needs me mm-hmm. to provide in a particular way. Mm-hmm. It requires me to then navigate through spaces that I really want. I wouldn't. I, I still don't want to be part of. But I'm also thinking about like, yo. I got do I get this, this check, so I can you know take care of mom. Yes. You know yes. Yes. How you would take it to yourself to get responsibility Well I think it's because And that's the next episode. (laughs) No seriously. No (laughs) and 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 to this point (laughs) like Mark Keith and Will are very they, they be on my ass all, like, you can't keep doing this, kick your shoulders. responsibility. probably be on my ass about it. And you know what I mean? It's important. So I, that's why I got to do. I got to do. I make time well, what for it? this. What does that look like? Well, it's this, right? It's, I make time for this. I make time for myself. I make time to go to therapy. I make time to go to the gym. All the things that are taking me away from this job, which seeks to just overtake my life. What if it was greater than balance? What if it was boundaries? Mm, but that's the I point. Do this, one. this time, my father's right. Like. And father. holding the niggas boundaries to those family
0: members
1: that have also said, Josh, we need you. Mm This space is good. But I promise you, boundaries are better. Shout out to the fellas. I'm so hung up. Ray and Ray. Will, Marquise, Josh, Caswell. Oh, man, I'm kicking myself a little bit because I feel like I'm missing, I'm definitely missing a few people. Maybe not, maybe I got everybody. But shout out to everybody, black excellence, black love, men loving up on each other, men challenging each other in the ways that we think, and the ways that we move in society and through community. I'm, I'm hung up. So let's go ahead and get into this interview with artist, singer, rapper, aka Rap Siren, <laughs> and we're gonna get into all of that as well. Bambiana. Now the H is silent. And <laughs> that's something else that I learned in this interview. I learned a lot in this interview about the artist, about the, the person, the man, the boyfriend, all of the things. It was such a great interview. Thank you, BAM, for dialing into the Hunger Podcast. This was such a great time. And make sure you listen to the entire interview all the way to the end. BAM has some really cool things coming up. And so this will not be the last time that you hear or see from him on the Hunga Podcast. Get into it. I
0: know that you're recording. Go ahead and post it, baby. Let them bitches know that I'm so important. Yeah. Said that nigga love me, but deep down. Six, nigga, watch him run away with a thick nigga. Never come back for me. Yeah, never come back for me. Damn, pull up. don't front like that. I know you love the way I do it, baby. You the one I'm waiting on, taking on, but you be penetrating on. Damn, you got skills and shit. Swimming in the pussy like you got skills and shit. Nigga got charm and you know the mouth that slick the head. Just let the nigga bleed confidence. I get
1: I just want to know, can I can I go there with you?
0: I, am, I do not mind going.
1: Because I hear it in the lyrics.
2: Yeah, it's living, living your truth, you know?
1: Okay. We are recording. Hey. What's up, Hung Up Family? Welcome to another episode of the Hung Up Podcast. And I am here with artist, rapper, rap siren. I, I really want to get into that. <laughs> Bambi Hana, better known as Bam. Welcome to the Hunger Podcast. Thank you. Thank you, Eric. How are you?
2: I'm good. Hello, Hunger Family.
1: Yes, the Hunger Family. We're, we're happy to have you here. Um, being hosted at the Lighthouse by the homie, Shout the out friend. To Tony the light worker. Come on. We appreciate it. And listen, you. y'all know Tony. He is the co-host of the Hunger Pod Live YouTube show. Hey, y'all. So <laughs> thank you. Thank you for hosting us. It's a beautiful, well, it's a little gray. Maybe. But despite that, y'all, Bam showed up. He's dressed. <laughs> he, <showed> up. <laughs> he is dressed. I had to come for the
2: company occasion.
1: It's the style, it's the fashion, it's the flair, it's the confidence, it's the it's the attitude. It's the bam right in your face. I'm gonna give it to you raw. Yeah. It's all of that for me. I'm so hung
0: up.
1: <laughs> so cheers to that. Oh, cheers to that. I yes. appreciate that. Thank you. So I gave you a soft welcome, but please introduce yourself to the hunger family and let the people know where they can find you on social media.
2: Yes. Hello, family. Uh, I am Bambiana. Uh, that's Bambi and Anna. <laughs> B-A-M-B-I-H-A-N-N-A. Um Thank you when, for
1: that, because I mispronounced.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know a lot of people get the... Get the get say the, it again. Uh, Anna. Anna. Yeah, Bambiana. Like we want to say the H. Yeah, like Bambi. Because it's there. A lot of people
1: say the H. Because it's there. A lot That's of people all. get the H. But we got to get that right, y'all.
2: But like Bambi and Rihanna. Think like Bambi and Rihanna. Bambiana. Bam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bam. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. My bad, my bad. But uh, yeah, you can <laughs> catch me at uh, Instagram, Bambiana Official, Twitter, Bambiana Official. Um... Yes, please check in, tune in, check out all my work, check out all my pieces.
1: Happy it's to be wonderful.
2: Here. Absolutely,
1: your page is given everything it needs to give. We love your social media. Check them out, y'all. Follow, support, and y'all know always yeah, I do. will put the uh, in the episode notes. Yes, your contact information. Okay. Tap in. So. Check in. Hashtag tap in. We ain't ready to tap in, y'all. <laughs> I'm excited for this. And thank you for just being patient with my scheduling process. Because I just figured out this thing that I use now. Yeah. It's just much easier. Yeah. Because I'll be struggling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Folks be like, when can I come on the show? And it's just like a lot of back and forth. Yeah. And I figured, you know what? Let me just give a link. Let me just put in that when you're you ready, easy. girl. Just go ahead. Pick in, a date. Pick A time and you know, stop.
2: yeah, and the fact that I could be down here at this time, I'm so happy I got down here sooner than later. Um, because I wanted to come for the holidays, but it was a point in time where I wasn't sure that I was. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I found that I was coming, one of my first things, I was like, Let me let Eric know, like, I'll be here from this time to this time. Squeeze I me in, book me
1: appreciate in. Appreciate it, I got you. Ugh, quiet as this cap, y'all. I'm trying, <laughs> we're trying to get. Bam into the hung up high live studio.
2: Yes, we're gonna make it. Happen. So we're
1: gonna we're gonna see. We're gonna, we're gonna see. We're gonna see if we can afford Bam. <laughs> Get it out. Cause the girls out here. <laughs> Listen, we gotta,
2: we gotta we gotta support each other. Yeah,
1: absolutely.
2: Keep each other founded.
1: So, Bam, I always like to just start out real soft, real warm. How are you? Where are you? Are you hung up? Are you hanging up on this season that we're in right now? This holiday season, like, what's what's the space that you are in right now?
0: You know, it's
2: it's pretty optimistic. I'll be honest. I feel good in terms of like what's to come because I look at everything like seasons. Like, it's the winter time. You know, people go through seasonal depression. So many things uh, are going on. It's the holidays. I get it. Like, yeah. Shit, it's crazy. Can I cuss? Oh, please oh, do. Oh, shit's crazy. <laughs> this podcast is E for explicit. Yes. Yeah, it's just crazy. So I get it, but it's like, we got to be able to move, like transition. The seasons is change. When the seasons mm. change, people got to transition. You know what I mean? Allow yourself time to like be inward mm. during this time when it's cold. Reflect on yourself. Do what you need to do for yourself. Do the shit you need to do for yourself. And then when the yes. spring come, you know what I mean? You shake it up. You give the girls what you've been reflecting on. You give them what you- you know what I'm saying? You move with the seasons. Summer come, hot girl summer, like period. You, you, and then when winter come back, you do reflecting so you can evolve to the next phase. Like mm, it's, and it's not like to say that. that you gotta go through seasonal depression or things like that, but really, like allow yourself to feel your feels. Like
1: yeah. I like this roll with the season. Yeah,
2: roll with the seasons. because yeah. like, it's. I mean, yeah. the winter's always gonna be like it's gonna have a little, a little, a little notch to it
1: that day it's just it the days are shorter Mm -hmm. less light they're darker and tony we've talked about this on the show it's just natural for human beings you've talked about this you from a clinical perspective it's natural for human beings to just feel that detachment to feel low at certain times of the year and this is just one of those one of those times so you know i'm for me at first i was hanging up honestly Mm -hmm. um it's been a ton of grief this year mm. for me and some personal struggles that sort of just it was just weird for me. It just felt strange to be celebrating. Yeah. Um, it felt a little out of place, but I shifted that to a place of gratitude and being grateful. And I wanna to thank Tony mm. and Sterling, he's not here. Um he may he may show up soon. I wanna thank y'all for that nudge. Sometimes we need that. Can do. So Can do. that that push into a place of gratitude. Like, okay, things may be hard for you right now, Eric, and you may be struggling with some different emotions. A lot of us are. Yeah. Sure. But that shift to gratitude definitely like uplifted my spirits makes me and really brought me into a better there. place. So. I'm really happy there. I'm hung up now. I'm no longer hanging up. Hanging so up. Okay. and <laughs> hanging up.
2: And it's good that you have that foundation with people like Tony and Sterling and people, you know what I mean? To really kind of reel you in, that's something that's like super freaking important, you yeah. know? Um,
1: it takes a village. I mean, that's cliche as fuck, but... <laughs> Listen,
2: I mean, honestly, if I am my circle, I don't know where the hell I would have been this past year. Ooh. So,
1: and, I'm, and I can only imagine like all the things that you've done, all the things that you're doing. Like, it takes support. Yeah. You know, and yeah. it and it really puts you as an artist in a vulnerable place yeah. in many out. different ways. Shout
2: out to my husband. Shout, shout out, out to your husband. Shout out to, shout out to it's the rock
1: right I, there. I, I, I was about to say the name. I don't know if you want to say. Mark my style. He can mark my style. <laughs> the Hunger Podcast has <laughs> been a yeah. fan. Um, yeah. He's yeah. amazing. Thank what you. a wonderful Thank collaboration in love and love, and even in art. Because mm-hmm. you're one of your recent videos mm-hmm. and we'll talk about it. Mm-hmm. I think he directed.
2: He's a creative director.
1: Yeah. Creative director. Creative director. Beautiful video. Thank you. But you're you always giving good imagery. Good you know,
2: you just and uh, you do the things. A lot of there was a point in time. Let me just give you a small little backstory. There's a point in time, uh, prior I took a small like intermission from Doe Music sometime when I was in college. Um, I wanted to focus on modeling a little bit this was around the time I met him. Uh, he was doing an exhibit. Mm-hmm. and He needed models. So me and my friends, just not a model for him. And from there, we kind of just built this, like, friendship that kind of just turned into something else. But it was always the the art aspect of it. Because,
1: you know, I wanted mm. to model. He
2: wanted to do photography. So he was like, oh, you take these pictures for me. And then,
1: that's kind of hot.
2: It was kind of fire. It was kind of
1: fire. Like, can y'all, y- y'all hear this, man? It's- like, to... <laughs> <laughs> on art like I just I just feel like that is just so sexy and,
2: and it's not and I know things like that aren't common just like with mm. me and people so it really was for me to really look at myself and be like this person was really put in you know what I mean things aren't set up like this just for no reason like, know, that i mean, part. definitely got like a very very strong um like connection in multiple ways that I appreciate just as a friendship not even just on like a relationship mm. friendship business partner um all that you know, yeah. so I know that's not common. So I definitely have a lot of
1: gratitude, and it's the longevity for me. You know, it's a win because y'all been together. Shout out to Black Love. Shout out to Black Love. So you know, it, is it, is it, does it ever feel like pressure? Because you you're in the public eye. Not
2: necessarily. I will be honest. There's a good amount of me, um, and I feel like my close friends know this. Where I do give social media. Um, A good amount of my attention, but there's a lot that I keep secret. A lot of people are very vulnerable on social media. Come on for the balance. I like that. there's a balance, and I'm only so vulnerable about, you know what I mean? Everything ain't rose petals and and daisies and shit Mm -hmm. like that, you know what I mean? We all um, go through these things. I think just how much we choose to shed um, our personal lives onto Mm -hmm. social media, kind of like. So, you know, shit happens, but it's all about. Keeping it, you know, positive affirmations, things yeah. like that. Yeah. Going for what you're going for, what's our overall goal? Like my peace of mind. You know what I mean? Your community. <laughs> your, your, your circles, peace of mind. Your, yeah. your mind. And then just yeah. like keeping your your circle intact. Like just certain things. So I don't know, I feel like I rambled off. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we love it. We love it. And it's a perfect time to take a quick little break. Yeah. And we're gonna be right back with the hung up hang up game. Oh.
0: Ooh. Ooh.
1: I know it was a game. Mm-hmm. Well, it's it's you know a little thing that we do here on the Hung Up podcast. I want to get your opinion on some pop culture stuff. Yeah, Are you yeah. hung up? Are you hanging up? It'll be fine. As long as I got permission to go there with you. All right, we'll be right back. all right we are back with the hung up hang up game and i'm just really having a good time yeah thank you for being here your energy is so cool let's just yeah cheers <laughs> Q, Q, Q. Yes. Thank you, Tony, for providing to libation. Yes. You just providing the libation. Yeah. You're just so cool and so dope. Thanks. And it really comes through on your music. And we, we're going to get into that in a little second. But first, let's get into this Hung Up Hang Up gang. I'm just going to throw a few pop culture subjects, topics to you. And you're just going to let the people know, are you hung up or you're hanging up? Feel free to... Go into it or be like, mm, I'm not going into it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You ready? Yeah. First question Are you hung up or are you hanging up? The Tory Lanez verdict.
2: I will only say I'm hanging up because I'm happy that it's fucking over. <laughs>
1: mm. You tired <laughs> of it.
2: It was so, it was so drawn out. I'm just happy it that was. my girl got, you know what I mean? Everything is handled. He got what's coming to him. We moving yeah. on. Hopefully, Hopefully we can embrace her and, you know, make her feel good. And everything kind of just, like, transitions back into this, like, peaceful space because, I'll be honest, I feel like I miss her musically. I know that she's given us some fire shit, like, recently. But I'm like, I miss her in the music. So I'm just like, yeah, let's get back to that. Let's get back to seeing her, you know what I mean, giving me the light that I know she,
0: yeah. that she gives me.
2: But I, it just sucks that she has to go, that this process has to kind of – you know, it sucks that it has to kind of evolve this way, but that's, that's what happens when you live in this life, this rap, this rap life shit, you know what I mean? You get involved and she's so young, yeah. you know?
1: And I think so, people forget that.
2: She's so young. That she's young. And and I can't imagine me dealing with something like that at that capacity at my yeah. age. Yeah, You know, what is she, like, 22, 23,
1: 24? Yeah. She's young. She's, she's young. young girl. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Wow. And I, I can only imagine how this has been a distraction, for her mm-hmm. or maybe we got some fire bars that are about to come out from from all of this I
2: know, I know it is.
1: you know what I'm saying um absolutely I'm wondering though I'm um, excuse me <laughs> I'm concerned whether or not you know even though the jury has made their decision will you know that you you even see it on the timeline people still don't believe Megan yeah and it's just like At one point, are we going to believe black women? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And we should give her this. She's one. As someone who dives into the pop culture and the things that are happening, Mm -hmm. have I had questions? And, you know, do I wonder about this woman or this witness that said they saw a woman shooting? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm a little curious. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, the jury came together unanimously. Mm -hmm. And so to me, that said, Enough evidence was there right. for them to say it is what it is. Megan, we love you, we miss you.
2: Right, and there's always gonna be people that are on the opposition or who have their own perspectives about the situation. And know, I'm coming in a place where I'm just like, all right, you can feel how you feel, but don't be spewing that hatred shit. Like you know, especially online, keep it, keep that. You know what I mean? Right. You know, people can be so miserable. Yeah, they can be so miserable, and the way they, it's like you can be entitled to your opinion without feeling like you got to disrespect somebody.
1: That part. Bam! Don't be disrespectful. Bam!
2: <laughs> Bam
1: food. Y'all listening? Y'all better be. Okay. You ready for the next one? I'm ready for the next one. Are you hung up or are you hanging up? Eating it from the back.
2: Of course I'm hung up. It's <laughs> <laughs> very rhetorical. It's very rhetorical. Bam. We're very hung up.
1: Very much so. Very much so. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> We're here we for it. Here. Go I, I, I asked for permission. Get it. <laughs> here on the Hung Up Podcast, we are very hung up here at the Hung Up Podcast. He said he's very hung up on eating it from the bag. Tony, you, okay. yeah, okay, yeah, okay. <laughs> we are all from the. You, ba- you do from the bra- while you on the couch. I love this. You rolling around on the couch, okay. falling around. <laughs> Yeah, pay, pay attention to um, all this Black excellence going on in your kitchen <laughs> No what did I tell you Tony don't make me come over there and get you it's Hilarious <laughs> But feel free to Chime in whenever you want Okay I hung up on eating from the back Ready for the next one Are you hung up or are you hanging it up Says so this new project SOS Oh hung up like a muff yes oh my god do you have a favorite track like how what's your what's your vibe with it
2: it's really really i'll be honest i'm Mm. a really big fan i've always been a really big fan this project was just a testament for me of like you make really good projects when you put in the time and i know a lot of time has passed and she Mm. dropped the last one but i'm just very very proud of her like it's hard for me to pick a favorite. I want because the entire project. It's, it bumps. It <sighs> bumps. She's very. She's very much my Steve's eclectic, but she's like vulnerable. Her lyricism, like she was rapping on this joint like on this project, like yeah, it was, she was yeah. spitting bars. I was like, I respect. Like I respect what she does. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I got. I don't know if I got a favorite per se because gotcha. I love it all so much. But yeah. a, a lot of the songs that stick out to me is like Far, Snooze, um. Uh, F2F F2F For okay. some reason Sticks out okay. to me Ghost in the Machine uh, Love Language Of course I, say love language.
1: I don't know why I feel like Some of these tracks Are toward the end
0: Yeah
1: yeah. So you, you're liking more Toward what, what you which...
2: Honestly Even like Seek and Destroy Blind
1: Oh I like Oh Seek and Destroy Yeah, yeah Seek
2: really and Destroy like Is very like I like that is very hard, even mm-hmm. from, from from the time it starts. SOS, like she mm-hmm. was giving it. She's get she gives it to me.
1: The people, people me. love SOS. The people are going up for shirt, and yeah, I love I love both of those tracks.
2: Yeah, shirt is very shirt was. They had a snippet of shirt that was out for a very long time. I mean, I have a mixtape that I mixtapes that I put out on SoundCloud. Oh,
1: you mean before she actually released the project? Before,
2: so I took her. I sampled t-shirt and I put it on one of my mixtapes Really? Yeah, so it's on it's on my volume too, but it's all on SoundCloud I, I was
1: a, just about to ask, where can we find the mixtape?
2: Um, it's Bambiana if you go on SoundCloud, it's um, Bambiana official under the same tag name um, I have retrograde part one um, on SoundCloud because okay. there was sample music and I didn't want to get sued Okay. Um, so that's where I do all my sampling because I do a lot of engineering and production myself as well. Gotcha. gotcha. So there's a lot of samples on there. It's really, really fucking good music on there. I have a mixtape volume one and two, and I want to be dropping uh mixtape uh, uh my untitled. I call them untitled. So it's mixtapes. Untitled volume one and two are on SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. Untitled Volume Three will be out um either at the end of this year or the top end of this year or the top of next year. Bam. Bam. Right in their face, but it's really good New content. New music. Really good content. And I know the a lot of people are going to be so sick. I know people aren't really privy to SoundCloud, but there's, there's so much good music. Oh, on yes. There. There's so much good music on SoundCloud.
1: And cool. let the truth be told, like, Hunger Podcast, that's where most of our listens are. Like, yeah. because SoundCloud, you know, is the home of the Hunger Podcast. 2017 Purr. is when it started. And um, so SoundCloud is definitely has a special place in yes. my heart.
2: Please check it out, y'all. You I don't
1: have to do work. any like episode promotion. Yeah. Because SoundCloud listeners, they gonna listen. They gonna tune in. It's just like you. <laughs> they gonna tune in. We love y'all. I love that. We love y'all. I love that. You ready to move to the next one? Yeah. yeah. Bam. Are you hung up? Or are you hanging up? Morning sex. Oh, very
2: hung up. That's very, this very end for me. I know that some people can look at it and be like, mm, "I don't know," mm-hmm. but I don't mind. It's given, it's given. Morning sex will really set the tone for my day. Like, if it's good, I get up. Tony Lightworker is chiming back in, y'all. Breakfast. <laughs> you know what I mean? You need breakfast. You need coffee. You know, man. Shorty. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And Come yesterday, for,
1: and yesterday morning, we are hung up. Listen, I ain't seen my man in months. Bam, bam, back to back. We, we, back uh, shots, nah, nah, back to nah. back. In the front of the back. <laughs> we are. Honestly, I gotta true. sip on that. Honestly, right. Tony coming back, y'all. Tony, <laughs> see, this is what we we have to. This is, these are the subjects we got to bring up to get the people involved. <laughs> this is. <laughs> Your I love right. it. Welcome back, Tony. This, y'all sounding like good over here. We got Man. a nice little chair right there for hey, come on, like, yeah. come on, come get into this conversation. Pull up. And, any Drill. questions you have? Well, I know for that, Bam.
2: I know at least for morning sex, people could be a turn off depending on what role you play. You know, everybody got their little space. So you, mm-hmm. you tap in the back, or you get in the front of the back. You right, know what I mean? Right, right. People necessarily in the front of the back, they probably be like, know Maybe your "I ain't partner. ready for it anymore."
1: Huh? Yeah, you got to know your partner. You got to know your partner,
2: and yeah. you got to be able to like work it out
1: because sometimes the morning sex because i'm i'm hung up as well is it 3 a.m is it 6 Mm a.m is it 9 Mm a.m me personally i fucks with some 3 (laughs) 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 a.m after we done fell asleep because we was you know we was you know smoking and drinking and fooled around a little bit and ended up probably falling asleep you know what i'm saying you know but then you wake up in the late hour and you're like, oh, wait, no, we got to get back to it. You, you still know.
2: got a little, a little talk. You got a little
1: alcohol. You got a little, little bit you know, still You got a little there. stuff in your system. And you had a little few hours of a little <laughs> rest. So it's about to go all the way down. Bam, bam. Like, what? <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm, I'm just saying. I can fuck with that. You're hung up. I'm hung up. All right.
0: Gonna
1: say Coffee anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Coffee or
2: tea? Uh, I'll be honest. Or I, neither. I do love both. Okay. I love coffee and tea, but I I'm very very hung up on coffee. Say, I adore I adore tea. I, I love, love the taste tea. of it. I had some tea earlier, but
1: I I um, love the taste of coffee. drinking coffee. Yeah, and not too much of that. See, some of y'all do too much sugar. For me. Yeah, I like the taste of coffee, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm very I barely do any sugar at all, especially if I do cream or any type of flavor. I don't I do. need any sugar, yeah. I just like this the, the taste of coffee and the different flavors. Yeah,
2: I like uh, Cafe Bustello. It's like now, what's that? Strength, it's a Starbucks? strong coffee, no, you can get that shit from the poppy store around <laughs> the way. Wait,
1: let me what's it again because I'm about to go uh, right to the poppy Cafe store after Bust, this.
2: Cafe Bustelo. he's gonna look at me like, nah,
1: <laughs> they are so cool. Shout out to. <laughs> The, the people that, I mean, they're there from sun up to sundown every single day. Okay. And as corny as it may sound, I think about stuff like that. I'm like, yo, and one of the guys is real young. I'm like, you got a girlfriend, boyfriend? What kind of life do mm-hmm. you You're always here. Yeah. And you could tell it's a family mm-hmm. thing. Some people they work very, hard. Yeah, they're
2: very adamant about that.
1: Oh, I love it. We're hung up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got one more for you. Okay. Ready? Are you hung up? Or are you hanging up? No Beyonce visuals.
2: Um, I'm hanging up because I'm hurt. I'm hanging up only because I'm hurt. I'm hung up because I want them, but I'm hanging up because I'm hurt because I I'm so bi- I love her so much and I want them now. So I'm like <laughs> I'm trying to be respectful of her artistic them pro- as an artist. I want them now I want to be respectful of her artistic process and how she wants to do things. But as as the high member. I yes, am yes. constantly struggling with myself to be like, "Yeah, you're playing with my emotions. Because I've you can just imagine. The, I've had this since the summer. You gave us teasers. I love- That we uh, live
1: for and we have played 3,000 million times.
2: You know? You know? Me and my friends were having a conversation yesterday about her best album and I'm just like-
1: Is this it for you? I know. Damn. Is this it for you? Is this it for you? This is the best album. A,
2: Renaissance is the best album.
1: I I hear that a lot. And I mean, honestly and truly, people are I can see that. for it.
2: But it's, I mean, in my opinion, and everyone you know is entitled to their own
0: opinion.
1: I always loved the f- self-titled that came out. Absolutely. With B-Day would and it. all the original jams. Yeah. I, but next to that, I next have to, to say that. Renaissance, a piece yeah. of work.
2: It's crazy how much, like, I don't know, she's just had this pizzazz about whatever she threw on these damn tracks, the cohesiveness, this is why the, children the is suffering. instrumentation. The this ode. is why the
1: children are suffering. Oh.
2: <laughs> the ode to us. Like yeah. she oh. really tapped into like because I feel like she's well, I don't know, I can't speak for her, but I'm like, I feel like she, she's just like well aware of the fact that she gets a lot of what she gained from our community. Like we we wrote with her every era, every season, every evolution. We have uh, uh, yes. her. Don't get me wrong, everybody else has, but not like we have. Period, and that, and when she ex- when she exemplified that on this album, and she did these like small things, I'm just like, oh, you, you, you see me, mm.
1: you see me, mm.
2: and I with what you, like,
1: and I love the I recognition, the visibility that. on you this know, album, how she listed everybody, if it was twenty motherfuckers. Everybody was getting the credit. Yeah. Everybody was getting acknowledged. Yeah, and I even down that. to
2: her uncle Johnny with the with he. He, he is one of my favorite tracks. So I'm just like, yeah. I, I, she's done a couple of things where I was just like, wow, she really. I'm I don't know, This I was it
1: for you, for, for hung up high because we are we are hung up, and you know what? I want to lean into that freedom of expression as an artist because for a minute I was hanging up too, you know, only because like. You told us we was getting them. <laughs> I mean,
2: overall, I'm still hung up. I'm still hung, but I'm you like, know what I'm
1: saying. Like, like I'm, I'm, I'm struggling with that piece because we, we, you told them we, we was getting them, and then we didn't get them. And not only did we not get them, we didn't hear anything. And I think a lot of people are struggling with that. Okay. It's like we didn't hear anything because yeah. you know, they don't be talking to us yeah. like that. That's and just we, what it it is. What it is. And what it's it really is. The art. People have this <laughs> tendency to not separate the art from the artist. It's that respect. Yeah. Of her just as an artist and yeah, allowing her yeah. to create our, Listen, at this point, I've given up. We may not ever get these visuals, <laughs> but this album, I this still album, love, I still embrace, I'm still oh going to be bumping God. it and playing it. My, my grandkids, ass to this it. album. your grandkids, yeah. It'll be passed down through generations.
2: <laughs> that, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Hello? Yeah. We're hung up. We hung up. This has been a journey for you, yeah. but I feel like you've always been consistent. From the beginning. That's just my personal opinion. I appreciate it. It's absolutely that. been growth. I appreciate that. But BAM is consistent. Well, yeah. let's He's let's go ahead and we are blushing like a mug. Listen <laughs> at the Hung Up Podcast, we are hung up. Let's get let's get into this. I always start out, especially with my artists. The who, what, the when, the where, the why. Mm-hmm. And then I we're gonna get into some deeper stuff. The who we already introduced you. You introduced yourself, the artist, the rapper, Rap Siren. Let's. I, oh, I said we was going to get back into this. <laughs> <laughs> Rap, Siren, and you know, y'all, I don't want to skip ahead too much looking at my notes. Even though you're known as a rapper, on the track, Love and I Need, we get to hear that vocal side of Bam. Mm. And so I want to talk to you about how versatile you are. But the who, let us know, let the hung up family know. Who is Bam? What man? do you want us to know?
2: Let me be honest. Like, especially like I said, I've done a lot of reflecting this winter, and especially over the past year about who this person kind of be kind of became. I mean, there was there was always Malcolm. That's like who I was born. That's who I was, and it wasn't like a transition or nothing crazy like that. But it was kind of just like a, you know, we as children always have this inner child version, or like, but there's always this inner child version of us that wants to be like okay, I'm this kind of person, like, in my mind, but, like, in real life, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, if I could be this way or you fantasize about those kind of things, I feel like (laughs) Bambiana is a manifestation of all the things, especially as, like, a young black queer man, of all the things that I knew I wanted to do as a kid that I kind of, like, materialize into this musical rapper kind of situation, but also, I.
1: Come on for a master manifester. You know, you know. This is what y'all be trying to do, right?
2: I always wanted to, I was very into. I was a very flamboyant child. I was very into dolls and, yeah. and fucking fancy cars. I love little kids. a young kids. age. As a, as, a, as a kid, yeah. I was very flamboyant. Was your boy. parents
1: like, oh my God, no. Or were my, they embracing of that?
2: Uh, My mom was very chilling. She was very protective okay. of me during that time. Okay. She was like... Don't fuck with my son. And this
1: is, you're in Jersey right now. Yeah. South Jersey. Yeah. Where you grew up. Absolutely. Born and raised. Right. Okay. Right. So Camden. mom was embracing. Shout out to Camden. Shout out to Camden. So mom was embracing. Where was mm-hmm. dad at with it?
2: Father was not around. Okay. Um, for his own personal reasons.
0: Okay. Um, But, I mean, gotcha. you know,
2: I feel like that's not a, uncom- too uncommon around my way. So I'm like, I don't trip off of it. Gotcha. Um, but I do. Gotcha. I am affiliated with my dad's side. Like, I love my grandmother and my cousins, and my dad's side. They're from Philly. Um, so I indulge in them. But as a kid, I, like I said, I was a. And then I feel like over time, you know, being, I don't know, you as a queer part of the family, I don't know, like, where you like gauge yourself, but I know certain of us that had like that kind of feminine effect feminine flair yeah. kind of had to subdue it to an extent so i feel like as yeah. the years went by the older i got the more i kind of subdued that feminine aspect of myself
1: so you didn't grow into it you subdued it
2: i subdued it for a very long time probably all the way up until like college okay. i feel like it was there but yeah. i felt like the person that the, the little more like mm-hmm. things that i was certain things that mm-hmm. i wanted to do i felt like i was convinced i convinced myself not, not to. to i convinced Were myself you not to. trying to
1: protect yourself
2: Maybe, and but also because a lot of it was fear-based, you know, caring about what other people mm. think, you know, especially mm. a social teenager, you know what I mean? in High yeah. school, I went to Camden High. I feel like anybody who knows about Camden High, it was like some people can some some people choose. Some of my some of my peers chose to be, you know, living in a truth, and me, I was just a lot more terrified at the time. Mm. I was a lot more terrified, so I chose to kind of just subdue. Things that I know I naturally lean towards until I got about to like college. Honestly, until I started to get back into music. I feel like that's how I found, okay, this is who, okay, and then it's not like I'm a completely feminine like character. I have masculine, I have feminine, but I feel like. Do
1: you feel like you're right in the middle? I don't I
2: dab a little more. I dab a little I love it in. all. Yeah. I dab a Shout little more. The... I'm a little butch femme queen. Like, mm. just, just giving butch Shout queen out to the butch queen family. I'll pop family. on the hill. I will pop on the hill. <laughs> like knows yes, come on. I, on hill, but I will pop on Tim's like, it's not about
1: nothing. Get you a man that could do
2: both.
1: <laughs> wow. So, okay, so yeah. we're still on the who. What's your sign?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was born November 16th and I'm a Scorpio.
1: Scorpio. Okay. And what's, what's your partner sign? <laughs> a Gemini, May 26th. So, a Scorpio and a Gemini. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. I don't know. I'm just saying. I, they, they, the people would say it's interesting. It's very, very interesting. <laughs> okay. That is my big old Okay. And so it it's sounding like you didn't really start to get back into your artistic vibe until college. Yeah. Where'd you go to college?
2: Uh, I graduated. I didn't graduate. I went to Rutgers University after I graduated high school. Um, gotcha. Rutgers, Camden. Gotcha. Um, my grades were pretty good in high school, so I just like kind of slid in there. You know, I knew... The guidance counselor got me in there. And yeah. but when I got um to school, me and my my partner at the time and his best friend, we were all actually like really good friends. We started a boy group. Um around the time I wanna say it was like twenty twelve, twenty thirteen. Between twenty twelve and twenty fourteen, I was in like a boy group. Uh, we were called Kink C A N C. and we have a project shit. on Apple Music. Um it's very, very like we wanted. To, we really had aspirations to be like this black gay to ELC like kind of situation. The shit was gonna oh, be really fire. Unfortunately, it didn't proof. work. It didn't work out too well. Okay. Uh, but,
1: okay. Why didn't it work out? If you don't mind sharing,
2: um, I mean musical differences, musical okay. differences, and then me and the guy dealing with the times. This is a lot of factors that went in, um, and this is also around the time I kind of left school, so it was just a lot of transitions happening. Mm. Kind of just made things better, you know.
1: I relate to that. I left undergrad. too. So I eventually went back and finished and then went on to grad school. But I also left undergrad. Um, I just was not... I feel that I didn't care it was, about it.
2: Yeah, and it wasn't, I, and it was more so because like I was like, why am I here? And I came there. I was like, okay, I'll do pre law, and then change am Did you major. feel like you were was, just doing it because like this is what? Because it was y'all socii- all told me that it, I was supposed to do. I got good grades. I was in the top ten percent of my class. But it yeah. was like, yeah, that's cool. But I don't know what the fuck I want to do with my life. At an eighteen-year-old me, I didn't know what I
1: wanted to it's do. It's really too much. Was, that I mean, society puts so much, on these kids. It was kids. so much pressure. I was the first one lot, my of yeah. my
2: mom's kids to even go to college. So I was like, wow, there's a lot of pressure there. Yeah. But at some point, I was like, "I got to choose myself." You know, I was around twenty-two, twenty-three. I was like, "I gotta choose myself," so
1: I did that. And how old are you now? He.
2: Yeah, I just turned twenty-nine.
1: Come on. He
2: just turned twenty-nine.
1: Oh my gosh! And black, don't crack over here. Oh, this this guy looks good. I'm sorry. What are your pronouns? He. Okay, he, this guy looks good. He, he and him. Okay. Thank you for asking. <laughs> we kind of covered the what and the when. Um. And even the where, let's let's get into your why. Like, what is your when you when you think about? Let me ask you this: Do you feel like you've discovered what your purpose is? And if so, what is that purpose?
2: Okay, I gotta like I say it's only, and I feel like people change. You know what I mean? People have different. Phases in their life where they think one thing and then they'll transition they think to another. Mm-hmm. Right now, on this point of my life, I feel like my purpose is to literally live my best fucking life. Mm-hmm. That's what my purpose is. And when it comes to purpose, I feel like people's purpose shouldn't be confided to, and it's just my opinion, shouldn't be confided to things or goals or aspects. Like your purpose should be to get up, brush your motherfucking teeth and get up and literally mm-hmm. be like the happiest version of yourself and be that exemplification to your peers and your community. Be the best version of yourself. Yeah. That should be your purpose and my passion. The reason I want to fucking, the reason I be wanting to get up in the morning and outside, I want to breathe is like I want to do music so bad. I choose to do music and I live in my music so much. That's just what like the closest, the closest thing will be that. That sounds like your purpose. I know, I know, I know, but I'm like, I would never want, I would never want there to come to a point where I was so invested in my music that it that it superseded my purpose to want to live because i feel like as an artist and as an artist who wants to choose to be involved in these spaces where people yeah. are in hollywood and people are exposed to these kind of things you know yeah. i'm pretty sure you know what that industry is like and a lot of uh, my peers and people who superseded me tend to fall in this realm of things where they have to put the music first and they have to put themselves second you know what I mean? So your livelihood and your happiness has to be a compromise for the sake of you putting out a fucking album. I refuse. And as an independent artist, that's one thing I strive on. I'm like, I would never be above. I don't necessarily want a record deal with no label. I ain't really looking for no labels. Maybe You're independent. I'm an independent artist.
1: And explain... To be, I know people hear that all the time, but yeah. what exactly does that mean to be an independent
2: artist? An independent artist basically means that when it comes down to promotion, when it comes down to your management, when it comes down to your financial aspect, when it comes down to your brand, your visual your, your visual concepts, your, your engineering, your production, that is your responsibility. Solely. Solely. And then whoever you choose to be a part of your team.
1: You're putting that together?
2: Me and my team. Which I you definitely. have
1: clearly done
2: over and over and over again. And so it's like, it's not that it's impossible. It's just a lot more work and it's a lot more self-investment and it's a lot more finesse that goes into it as opposed to being signed to a label and they just providing you with the funds to kind of do But they have control Over how they want you 100%. To be perceived Most of the time Most of the time Most of the time That's
1: scary man.
2: Most of the time Maybe not all the time Some people Some people tend to be artists Where they kind of just like Oh we like what you do And then they kind of Move with that But honestly No that's not the case With a lot of artists Who are to the labels They're fucked Wow and I feel like that's been said. We've seen situations We've with heard my it. girl Doja. We've seen yeah. situations with, me. you know what I mean. Yeah. A lot of artists who I look to, I'm just like, damn, I hate that for you because I couldn't imagine somebody telling me music that I no shade. I mean, just to put it out there, I did like I did a good amount of production. Like I wrote most of the songs on Retrograde. I wrote I most of the songs on I know you are a composer.
1: You'd be writing. I did all, all your that shit. myself.
2: So somebody, the fact they can control that for me, I would feel so like heartbroken. Yeah. I would feel heartbroken if somebody tell me, "Oh, I don't." I'm always cool with with um, um, you know formulating other great minds think alike. You know what I mean? If somebody be like, "Oh, you could fix this here," blah 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 blah. That's different than somebody being like, "No, we're gonna do this. We're gonna make you look like this. This is what you're gonna do. This is what you're gonna wear. This This is what you're gonna." Nah.
1: They still out there like really doing it like that though.
2: A lot of uh, a lot of the younger 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 rappers that are coming up with these like new generation of kids, absolutely.
1: Mm.
2: absolutely and me as a damn near 30 year old man I me.
1: do you believe that the industry is as dark and evil <laughs> as some people say do you want to refill as dark and so, evil and shout out to Titus my homie I got a chill with him in New York a few weekends ago and I asked him this question yeah because he's in it and <laughs> He was like, yes <laughs> no shame. What is your Because you're a public figure You have been in this industry And you're just growing mm-hmm. And growing and growing and growing What How do you think about Your trajectory in this industry When you think about These evil forces yeah, Whatever they, they are these, like, What's that, your thoughts around like all of that It's
2: really hard to grasp Because it's like there is there are artists who I've seen, I don't know, I'm very like observant in a lot of what other artists do and what their journeys look like. And not to compare it to mine, but just to be like, okay. So there are artists who may start independent and end up end up maybe assigned to a label on the strength of they know they can maybe make more money. You know, and now I will say I mean the 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 industry is a very suspect in my opinion. Mm. Um, it's not that I'm like against it And I'm not, I don't want to like put that kind of message out there But me personally I'm just like I know a lot of funny stuff goes on When it comes to When it comes to certain hierarchies of places And I Know the kind of person I am I'm yeah. just like I can't You're not about that life you know, I'm not about that life and so,
1: I, Yeah yeah. so you're enjoying the space of being an independent artist It means more to you It means more to me yeah.
2: than building And then what, I, what I'm priding myself on is taking the, what they know and what they learn and utilizing it to my own ability. You know what I mean? Take lessons from what these people have done. Come on. themselves so successful. And then yes. you build that for yourself without feeling like they can take it away from you. Yes. Yeah. So yes. I really want yes. to take this whole Bambiana movement and turn this shit into something that's like fruitful for me and my community and me and my people and people who support me, you know?
1: Bambiana. Whatever that
2: means. Whatever that means. Whatever that means for the future.
1: Y'all heard it her here first, Bambiana. Come on, let's get into this video. So, Fancy Boy, this um, you dropped a teaser on your Instagram page um, eleven weeks ago. So not too long ago. This is recent. Yeah. Um, Muses video directed. You had we when we talk about a team of people coming together mm. to create something that is just so like, bam. Let me just hit play. I lo-
0: <laughs>
1: yes. Come on the swing. In these boots. Y- Y'all should see his boots today. It's giving boots. Pick a wall boots. <laughs> Bam stay with some boots.
0: <laughs> I love it. The
1: I love it. It's like the little sleepover parties. You know what I'm saying? Our way, though.
0: Have you
2: ever seen um Grease the, the yeah, movie? Yeah. So do you remember oh. the scene? The, do you remember the scene in Grease where the girls had the wigs on and they uh-huh. ran the room and then um what's her name Sandy was they in did the, the number. Huh?
1: Did they start singing? They did like they a did number. Like a, they did
2: a musical number. Yeah. So this is basically, the Fancy Boy video is basically a reference to the sleepover um scene from Grease. Where they were singing and the girl, the character Rizzo was singing the the Osandra D song. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But instead of the wigs, we put glasses on. (laughs)
1: Because we're going to bam it up. (laughs) We didn't want the wigs. You have two muses here, Jaron Jones and Drew Friday. Yeah, uh, Jaron and... um, Jaron. Yeah. Shout out to Jaron Jaron and Drew Friday. Talk about that collaboration. And when you say they're a muse, in what way?
2: Um, so they were just basically like, uh, my, um, so in the, in the music video, I mean in the, in the movie with the, the Grease movie, um, the other girls in the sleepover, you know, you kind of, kind of have like other people in the video instead of just yeah. me. So they were like, two just gotcha. uses to kind of demonstrate. And then Drew, got shout it. out to Drew Friday. Drew Friday is a, um, very renowned, um, she is, she is a very, uh, renowned, like, um, drag performer in Atlanta. Uh, a phenomenal one at that Shout out to Drew Friday. Um, and she was happily Chose to be a part of the video As my fancy girl And then Jerron came through And slid as my fancy boy So it was It was definitely good vibes They were great They were great music Good vibes Yeah Directed by Creative directed by uh, Vincent Mark Yummy Yummy That's it all
1: Love it Taking a quick break to give you this week's Life Coach Eric Tip. It's a new year, and it's time to take on those goals, do the things, move the places, apply for the jobs. All the shit that we say that we want to do or need to do, eliminate the excuse. One tool for success in eliminating excuses is eliminating the word but from your vocabulary. (laughs) You may know this, but is usually followed by some type of defense of behavior, some type of excuse for some failure to keep up a promise. And a lot of times these promises are what we make to ourselves. Those are the most important ones. What do we hear often? But it's too hard. Really? It's too hard? Who said it was going to be easy, baby? Lean on the village. But it's too risky. We hear that one too. I'm scared. I'm nervous. Guess what? If you're moving out of your comfort zone, you could very well be on a path of something great, but you have to trust the process and allow yourself room to fall. Give yourself that grace. And the number one excuse we hear is, but I don't have time. I have even used this one. This is self-sabotage 101. Hunger family, we must take ownership over our life situations and our journey. We may not want to admit it, But if we keep saying, I don't have time, I feel overwhelmed, I feel inefficient, I can't, I won't, then guess what? That is going to be your reality. You have made your choice. Snap out of that shit. Organize your time to free up time so that way you can do the things that you want to do. And you can do that by eliminating lesser important activities. And honestly, it comes down to a change of your perspective. I'm so hung up. Now let's get back to this episode. so i want to get into your discography i have it pulled up here on title and i just the first thing that stands out to me bam is your art your album art is so fire (laughs) (laughs) is that that fashion that model side that's creeping into this like talk to us about the inspiration behind some of your album art
2: Um, okay, so me and Eric were having, like, a very brief conversation, you know, kind of, um, kind of demonstrating, um, my relationship with my, uh, with my partner, Vincent Mark, um, around the time we had met, there was a very unique relationship we had with Artistry, where he was in, um, He was a full-on photographer. He was working on an exhibit. He was doing things at that time, and I was modeling. Mm -hmm. Um, So we kind of just formulated this relationship where I would be, if you go back to his page and his old work, I'm in a lot of his older work. You were Um, the muse. I was the muse. Yes. I was the muse. Um, However, this kind of translated, once I chose back to jump into music, it kind of translated into... Uh, my music, because he's a very big band. He is a Bambiana stan. It is in his bio. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he, I love that. Uh, so he was able to kind of um, kinda help me in a kind of way where it came to, like, visually kind of formulating what my music looked like and how I wanted to kind of visually put it out. He's a very imperative, like, part. So he's done... He's done the one for Blocka. he's done the one for Nasty Boy, he's done the one for No Joke. He's done the no one No Joke for, is taking me out for Mr. and Nintendo call me over and call me over. I did with um I, Jones. That's one of my love call me from over. From Legendary. Art. And yes. um, my last three projects were all done by me. Let's, yeah. Like,
1: yeah. What's yeah. this inspiration between your last 3? I love this. Like what what are you tapping into here, bam? It's, it's I'm sorry. <laughs> I love it. It's the, end. It's the, end. It's the end. Freaking love you. Yes.
2: Um. So I have a album coming out in the spring. Um, as you can see, there's obviously like draw. My last three singles have mm-hmm. been um, drawings. I was very inspired by um. My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy by Kanye, mm. um, where he kind of, yes. as, as opposed to providing these kind of ethereal, extravagant or kind of like visual things, I kind of wanted to tap into something that was a little more um, abstract. abstract absolutely i like this um so i made a few pieces i drew all these myselfs and i kind of you drew these. this i drew those myself oh man. you just front. keep
1: bam bam <laughs> bam 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 you just keep hitting yes, us little. with the talent yeah
2: yeah i did for hard knock life uh bands were two singles that i put out in the summer and then yeah. my first single uh fancy boy uh, the cover art for Fancy Boy, I
1: did. And is, is this your most recent single? It's Fancy Boy. It's Fancy Boy. Yes. And make sure, Hunger Family, go check out pm's Instagram page and check out the video. Hey. Um, and make sure you hit that follow button. The follow Do you button. have subscriptions? Absolutely. So hit that subscription button as well yeah. because we talk about on this podcast all the time about support mm-hmm. and what that support looks like.
2: It's imperative. Yeah. It's so fucking imperative. And I do feel like I have a great support system musically. Mm-hmm. Um However, I know as a queer artist that's working very fucking hard in this community. Yeah. We definitely, and I don't mean to speak for all of us, but fuck it. We could use a lot more support. We could use a lot more support because Absolutely. there is really, yes. really beautiful talent like just sitting
1: that's not getting acknowledged the way that shit. That's Warren, just my Rob opinion. Milton.
2: Like, I know my, girl Seven, my nigga Seven Deep. Like, he doing his thing, but, like, he needs to be doing his thing. Like, y'all are yeah. going to give, give him his thing. Shout out to give Seven Cakes Deep. Give Cakes to Killers his thing. Oh, like, Cakes to killer. absolutely, you know I mean? yes. Give Medino Green, give Goddess Mikey, give them their things. Like, oh. there's so many of us out here that are really formulating avenues Like, artistically. Like, they have their own thing. They have their own style. They know what they want to do. And that's not common to artists because a lot of mainstream artists get thrown into the public and they don't really have an identity. They are a given one. And so when it comes to the musicality, they kind of run short. You know what I mean? Know who the fuck you are as an artist. These people know who they are as an artist. And I see them work so hard. You know what I mean? I see Julian work so hard.
1: Yeah.
2: And... They are doing strides. They're busting it, but I'm like, give them their things.
1: Yeah. Give
0: them my things. Give me my things. Give you your things. (laughs) Damn.
1: Because, like, I tell the people (laughs) there's so much consumer power. And we have such a large amount of power. I don't think they realize. Some of y'all pay more in a monthly subscription to these white corporations (sighs) than you would ever give to. A homie who is out here trying to do the damn thing.
2: And I get it. Everybody's entitled to do what they want to do. But True. don't talk that support shit and then don't be
1: about And don't it. back it up. You know? And we need y'all support. I mean, like, we're not, yeah, we're doing this because we love it. But at the end of the day, imagine what it could look like if people are pouring in the way that we mm-hmm. need people to pour into. Mm-hmm. A lot of us could quit our nine to five and and solely focus on the art if we were getting that support.
0: And
2: honestly, I think about it now. I'm like the people who are supposed to support you. At the end of the day, the ones who are supposed to support who are supposed will. to support you will. will. Yeah. And I feel like that's gonna speak more volumes. And you know, quality over quantity. People who see you, you know, because it's not necessarily about how many yes. people you know you, it's about who you know. You know, what I'm saying who you yeah. know in the room. Yeah, who gonna vouch for you?
1: Yeah,
2: you know what I mean. Yep. Like, so I don't know. This it's gonna work itself out. This and I'm sure it's
1: like a everybody. balance that you have to. It's just it's just heads down to you because you're finding this balance between being an a independent artist, but mm. also wanting to make these connections. Yes. What has that journey been like for you?
2: It is. I really, I really want to stride my like on just my intuition, like allowing what naturally who I naturally take towards or mm. who naturally kind of comes into my circle of things and who I choose to network. I really am pushing myself on networking and really allowing myself Mm. to, like, build connections with certain, like, people who I know, you know what I mean, who I know we can, like, work things out. Um, But as an independent artist, I know that can be complicated because people want certain things from you. Yeah. um, That you you may not be willing to give, you know Mm. what I mean? Especially with, like, labels and things like that. Mm. So, I mean, I wouldn't say it's, like, I wouldn't say it's a hard journey, but it's an interesting journey mm. because I'm solely choosing to be an independent artist, you know. Whereas mm. a lot of people would just given and be like, "I'll take the, I'll take the label," mm. you know. And not that I've been like, I don't know, I've never been offered no like no label deal mm. or nothing crazy like that. But I'm just, I don't know how I'll approach that situation just because I know what it ensues. Am I willing to sacrifice that for maybe my art per se? Mm. This is very as an artist. I feel like other artists will understand. Um, I mean, obviously, you probably understand to an extent. It's like you know, it's very, very iffy. It's yeah. very iffy, and I feel like yeah. I put out I put out really good quality work.
1: So you it's like, do, and
2: I don't want to like I don't want nobody taking that from me. Yeah, taking that from me. Yeah, you fucking white man at that. Yeah, you know. Yeah.
1: Let me just say this. Um. I've been listening to your project all day in just preparation for, just to set the vibe, the energy for this interview. I have to say, Niggas B <laughs> um, uh-huh. is one of my favorite songs. I have several. But one of my favorite songs by you is Niggas B. And particularly at the end, you know what, Bam? You you didn't have to go crazy like that. <laughs> you like that, joke? You didn't have to go crazy <laughs> like that. Got me fucked up like, like a <laughs> I love that track. Like, I want, I wanted you to know that. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Um, you also collaborated with um Boys Love Flowers My on God. on Airbending Remix. Zavi
2: Zavi
1: Zavi. Zavi was here on the Hunger Podcast June Seventeenth. He um, we actually went live together. We didn't do like a podcast like this, but we 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 went live, and it was really dope to have him on the show. What was it like working with Zavi?
2: Um, uh, me so Zavi has lived in L.A. for quite some time so me and him never got to officially like link Um, but because he is from Philly and because we are fond of each other's music we actually have two songs together Um, we have Spaceships on La Cienega that's his most recent single Um, I sing the hook on that Um, and then we have um, uh, Airbender um, which is our first uh, collaborative which is my shit Um, we have a very similar style and I feel like it's similar but different. I just like we blend so well together, which is I'm um, so excited every time he throws me a track. I'm like, you ain't even gotta ask me. Like
1: it's such a dope collaboration. I got you. He's so fire. So and fun. both of y'all together, it's just like a fucking bomb. Y'all gotta get into these two singles. And honestly and truly, the Hung Up Pie family would just love to see y'all do more work together. For sure. It's just a dope ass collaboration. For sure. Um, two talented, fine ass niggas collaborating and just mm, it's just I love it. also like Daddy Wanna. Is it did I get that right? Yeah, mm-hmm. Daddy Wanna. I liked how eclectic to me. The song was. For sure. And you had like different things going on in this song Mm -hmm. that kept me as a listener, like, all right, let me go back. And every time I went back, it was like I was hearing a different, it was like different stories, different themes that you kind of merged together in that song. I wanted you to know that was another one of my um, favorite tracks.
2: There's a lot of Prince inspiration in the beginning of that.
0: And Prince. A lot of Frank
2: Ocean, too. I do pride myself on being um a fire ass rapper. Um, but I do remember me, we were talking about earlier, I do have a lot of like I've always, always been like embedded in R and B, nineties R and B. You be R&B. singing. I was saying and I know I'm not I'm not no you... fucking Whitney Houston, I'm not no but I really because I enjoy it so much and because I enjoy just vocalizing and singing just so much, I'm like I can't help but to exude that. In, yep. the, in, in my music in whatever way I can You know um, and, and really Just honing in on what my vocal What my vocal ability sounds like And how I convey it through the music mm-hmm. uh, I can't help it I can't, <laughs> I can't help it I love it I would really say I, would, I just tweeted something recently I was like I think I fell in my R&B bag For the album I want to put out in the spring It's very uh, It's not all very like sing-songy But I definitely tapped into a more like, you sensitive did. Back, a more sensitive aspect, at least with the project I want to put out in the spring.
1: So you'll be saying, so it sounds like we'll, we can expect more of the R and B
2: vibes from you. A tad. A tad. I wouldn't bit. say a lot, just a tad bit. I okay. Okay. think when Drake fell into his take care era, okay. he's probably okay. one of my biggest inspirations. I don't okay. know if I got a chance to say that.
1: I, I don't um, think you did say that. He is Shout one out of my to Drake who's I, a great performer. I went to one of his shows and I was actually impressed. I was like, oh, Drake can put on a little show. He, and I know, I
2: mean, everybody has or can have their own opinion about him. I do what I, me and my friends were having a conversation recently that a lot of my peers, I tend to notice, take a lot of inspiration. You know, there was Young Money. Um, When a lot of us was growing up, Weezy had Young mm-hmm. Money. He had Nicki mm-hmm. and he had Drake. I know a lot of young female rappers and a lot of young of my queer rappers tended to lean towards Nicki. Mm-hmm. I, however was so moved by this sensitive ass rapper yeah. Drake and for years since I was like fucking 16, 15. Like really I loved what he did. I, I would couldn't... you
1: say that's your inspiration because I did want to I was trying to find a way to get that question in because I didn't write it down. <laughs> but I wanted to ask you not in totality. Who was your okay.
2: Not in totality, okay. but he in terms of my writing and in terms of my like the way I kind of just moved through music mm-hmm. sonically. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of Drake. There's a lot of Frank Ocean. Um, there's a good amount of Prince. There's a good amount of Lil Kim. There is some Nikki in there mm-hmm. Um, Kanye, Kid Cudi, mm-hmm. Robin okay. Fenty, Robin Fenty. But I think I would say artists like artists like Robin kind of helped me kind of helped me generalize how I wanted to put myself as, like, how I wanted to present myself as an artist because she was so unapologetic in what she did. Um, kind of helped me move. That's really why, like, the whole Bambiana thing comes into play because she's a very pivotal aspect of how I wanted to present myself as a fucking human being. Like, don't apologize for who you are. Like, her whole journey, her whole process, like, I obsessed over a bit. So I'm like, I love her so much. And she is very responsible for a lot of what Bambiana, what Bambiana was created for. Like, wow. She is uh,
1: very, very come beautiful. on for this inspiration. Yeah. This sounds like a, a major piece. Well,
2: I say in niggas be um, Betty like Rihanna, but I'm Jersey when I got a flow. So it's given like, that's my mom and my pop. I love that.
1: That's my mom and my pop. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Wow. <laughs>
2: This is so great. I don't want this
1: to end. This is great. And you're always welcome. And, um, you know, I do feel like, you know, because I I didn't, look, y'all, I had this man up here for an hour and a half. You know, we are winding down, unfortunately, because I am really just, like I said before, the vibe is great. Um, And you're such an intentional artist. And that, that absolutely comes through in on the work. Talk to us about What's next for Bambiana? What can we, what can we look forward to? And also like, how can the community support you?
0: Hmm. That's
2: a good question. I, what's next? Um, I'm very, very, very excited to put out my next project. I do have a mixtape that I want to drop at the top of the air. You know, like I said, I do my mm-hmm. sound mixtapes. I'm dropping a fire ass one, um, at that between, um, somewhere between the top of the year.
1: Um, between now and the top of the year Yeah So yeah, yeah, be on yeah. the so lookout for that, for that y'all yeah, yeah so follow, make sure you follow, follow On, on the SoundCloud, SoundCloud. Be- be Yes turn them notifications on
2: Um, But I've been working really hard on dropping um A project in the spring So Fancy Boy was the first single for the album That I want to put out So y'all hear in here first yeah. That Benbianna's gonna drop a fire ass album, spring twenty <laughs> twenty three. Yes, um, full body project. I know my last couple projects have been five, six songs. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been everything up, got on EPs, but I there's a there's a lengthy amount of music. Um, that I really just want to demonstrate and be like, okay, this is what I can do. Gotcha. This project is going to dictate like, okay, this is what he can do. You know, I what's the
1: in, in terms of numbers, what's the difference between an EP and an LP? Like, is there a specific like cutoff number? Not
2: specifically, but I think okay. you really gauge. I feel like a lot of artists when they want to put out smaller projects, five songs, seven songs, six songs, four songs, you know, Summer Walker put out a project with four songs. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like anything over, like, 12 songs, I feel like it could be considered an LP. Okay. You know? Okay. Um, I got, like, 16.
1: So. <laughs> this is an LP. And, and,
2: and, yeah. And so, but I I really wanted to I'm demonstrate, like, what Bambiana. This is going to represent what Bambionic can really fucking do. Um, visually, artistically, really? lyrically.
1: Yeah. 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 Compared to your last EP that you put out, what can the people expect from this new project? Mm. Would you say What would you say would be the biggest difference between the two projects? What can they expect?
2: The versatility and the music. I do feel like I gave a good amount of that in my last project, but I felt like I kind of... I was in a space where I was like, I want the music to be good, but I... Because I'm such a visual person, everything was very like I had the wings and the big mm-hmm. red thing, and everything was very ethereal. Um, but the music and it tied in with the music. This is a lot more vulnerable in a sense of like it's not as like exuberant in that okay, way. Okay. Okay. But the quality of the music is so much more uh, mm. finessed if okay. you will. Okay. So I felt like I tapped into something. I don't know. I feel like I personally tapped into something that's just like, you really do this shit. And, 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 and I Period. feel like people who rock with you and who, who like you, <laughs> I know they're really going to like it. Um, because not because i know what a lot of artists a lot of, a lot of things have to be visually pushed in order for it to be successful you know what i mean yeah. then back to the beyoncé album like i know because it was such a good fucking album it's like did she necessarily need the visuals we want the visuals absolutely we were dying for the visuals but the music
1: was so good you know what like i mean can stand People, alone
2: People send sense people get a little lost because they step away from the music. The music, the music that I'm putting out, come back to the music. It's really fucking good. Bring and base. there's no gimmicks behind. I'm not doing no crazy gimmicks behind it. It's not like there's definitely like we got a lot going. We got a lot coming. The album, mm-hmm. absolutely, but.
1: This is exciting, I'm yo! You very, you got the I'm hunger very, family excited about I'm this project.
2: Excited, I'm very excited to give my 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 supporters new music. I'll just say that it's just amazing. I'm
1: very excited, and I'm just like in a space of just gratitude. Again, just going back to the beginning of this interview, only because like just to have you here, like it's just so dope um, to meet the artist, um, someone that we love, we've been listening to, and to get a lot behind the music. And hopefully you all also learn a little bit about BAM. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some, some, we, you know, to go a little personal.
2: It means a lot because I feel like I don't get to exude a lot of that um, on occasion to give people an idea of who I am as an artist and who I am as a person and how those things kind of connect. So it means a lot to me being here to really kind of just vibe with you and demonstrate and give people a chance to like just hear me and listen to me. Cause I don't really be saying too much. <laughs> I'm real observant. I'm Scorpio as fuck. So I sit in my corner and I watch everything. But I don't really get I, I enjoy places where I need to freely express myself. This was awesome. Yeah. So I look forward to the live
1: stream. Don't y'all be stealing this shit. Okay. And when you have them on your interview, don't be asking the same questions. All right. I already like, asked those questions. No like you hung up, hang up. <laughs> don't go with that dry
2: shit.
1: It's been done. Okay. <laughs> nah, this is this was just really dope. Um <clears throat> Another opportunity for us to pour into the community. And that is what the Hunger Podcast is all about. So again, thank you. Mm, You're awesome. awesome. Let's just cheers to that. Mm. <laughs>
2: thank you. It. Mm. we all gotta have each
1: other. That part. Any final words that you wanna leave, um, take us out
2: with? Uh thank you, Hung Up Family, for having me. God damn. Thank you for having <laughs> God damn. Um, it feels good to be over here. It feels good to have these talks with you, Eric. Um, y'all stay tuned. I look forward to bringing the music to y'all. String fancy boy video, uh right now. lyric video and the motherfucking song. Right now, and uh, repost it. And repost it. Yes. Support your court. support your fellow support queer Support me, brethren. bitch. Support your support your fellow <laughs> queer brother. Yes, yes. Um, I love y'all.
1: We love you. I love y'all you're awesome thank you for being here we are absolutely. hung up absolutely we are hung up mm-hmm. <laughs> and we are out y'all peace peace remind me of
0: you. when you used to make love in the back of your ultima i wish i meant more you. every time i come back over we just end up fucking fucking Niggas love to have a good time, but I wonder if he ever Stop fucking the nigga with the green eyes About time he's all mine At least until it's over So nigga, call me over Please just call me over So nigga, call me over One, two, three, high.